What's up, everybody? Michael Nettemeyer here and Joe Geary, and we're your host of the Whitwin Podcast. Whatever it takes, whenever it's needed. Joe, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Doing well. Wanted to kind of run into something here and talk about something about how becoming wealthy is actually quite simple, but most people don't do it. Now, imagine this. Imagine you're 80 years old. You still have to work because you didn't do a good job of saving. You're forced to go to a job that you don't want to be at. At 80 years old, you go out to your car. Your car doesn't start. You look in your bank account and you have 50 bucks because you're living paycheck to paycheck and you've been living paycheck to paycheck your entire life. Now, does that sound like something you want to do? Would you want to do that, Joe, being a young guy right now? No. In 60 years from now, you're going to be looking at your checking account, worried about money, worried about your car starting, worried about if you need tires on your car, you have to finance it because you don't have the money to go buy tires for your car. Does that sound like a life worth living? Or a no. life by design. I shouldn't say a life worth living. Does it sound like a life like, hey, I can't wait to be 80 and not have any money and be broke. And I can't wait to worry and stress out about money for the next 50 years of my life. And not be able to pay for anything and live a very scarcity life. A very scarcity life. Absolutely. And the sad thing is right now, that's the trajectory where most people are headed, which is unfortunate. And think about this. I mean, credit card debt's on the rise. We know that. Credit card debt is up. High interest credit card debt. It's not like couple percent here or there. 18, 20, 24% interest rate on credit cards is on the rise. Cost of goods is still going up. So it's costing more to, to buy things. Savings is an all-time low. So they said that, I read a stat, it said in 2022, 40%, 42% of Americans had less than $1,000 in their savings account. So 42%, think about that, 42%. The average savings account balance in the United States is $4,500. All right. And between 1959 and 2022, the average savings rate was 8.96%. So only 8.96% of Americans saved money. That number dropped, though, at the later half of 2022 because, as we know, inflation is going up. It was 5%. I read something the other day that said less than 2% of people are saving money right now. Yes. Yeah, I think the saving rate's like all-time low. All-time low. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the credit card debt just jumped to nearly $1 trillion for the entire country. I saw that. I saw it was like yes. 982 the other day. Yes. So now it's, yeah, isn't that nuts? So why is that? So think about this. I mean, if you live in America right now, people listen all over the country in this po- or the world in this podcast, but if you're living in America, you live in one of the wealthiest countries in the history of the world. We have more access to money and information now than ever before in history, and yet most people are still broke. And, and I believe there's three reasons why someone would continue to be broke and not ever achieve financial freedom. I think the first one's mindset. I think it's the most important one, too. If you don't believe it's possible, it's not going to happen. If you immediately rule out the possibility of ever becoming wealthy because you say, that's not for me, I could never do that. Hey, I come from a poor family. I don't know any millionaires. I don't know anybody that has money. I don't have connections. I don't have. You make up all of these excuses for why you can't do it and you immediately cut off the thing that's most important, which is your brain and allowing yourself to think about rather than saying, I can't do that, start thinking about how can I do that? How can I achieve that? So I think that's number one. Most people... The mindset is not there. They don't want to, they want to do it, but they don't want to think about how I can do it. So instead of saying, I can't do that, think about how I can do that and start putting energy and focus in how you can start making that possible. And if you do that, the second thing why people aren't wealthy is because they don't establish a plan. They never put a plan around how am I going to go create wealth? They go to work, they get a paycheck, they spend the paycheck on shit they don't need, and they never put a plan together for how am I going to create wealth? Now, here's the thing. For the small percentage of people that do establish a plan, there's a percentage of those people that don't stay consistent with their plan. 
So let's just say you get the mindset right. You say, you know what? I'm going to go become a multimillionaire. I'm going to go start creating wealth. I'm going to put a plan together. Here's my plan. I start to execute my plan, but now I don't stay consistent with it because, oh, well, this unforeseen expense popped up. So I quit saving money because I had to go pay for this. You know, my kids needed braces. So I quit executing on my savings plan because I had to spend money on braces. So, so they don't stay consistent. So those are the three things I think why people don't create wealth. And if you look at it, it's very simple to create wealth. There are financial tools out there right now that make this very, very simple. And I know people say like, oh, IRAs and this, it's a scam. It's a scam for the banks, this or that. But compound interest is a real thing. And compound interest, when utilized over time, can generate a ton of wealth. So let's look at this for a moment, Joe. If, if you invested money. You're a young guy, 23 years old, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you just did a Van, uh, a Roth IRA, simple thing. Roth IRA, you could put, right now I think the limit $6, was $6,500 for 2023. Yep. So you could put $6,500 away. So if you put $6,500, now this is post-tax, meaning you're going to pay income tax on that money today. You're going to put it in a Roth IRA. And let's just use $6,000 for easier math. It's $500 bucks a month. If you save $500 a month or $6,000 for a year, at the end of year one, and you started with a principal balance, you put 1000 bucks in, and you save $500 a month for the first year. At the end of that year, you're going to have $7,440 if you're getting a 10% return. So that's something else to think about. People will be like, oh, well, the market's getting crushed right now. I would lose all of my money if I invested. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think the stock, if you look at, okay, so look at this, an index fund with Vanguard. So there's a Vanguard index fund, meaning like an index 500 fund. That was down 21.5% in 2022, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, I would have lost all my money. Well, no, the key here is just keep investing your money. The the key to this is stay consistent. So set a target which you're going to invest and stay consistent because on that same fund, the 10-year average return is 12.5%. So even though you would have lost 21.5% last year, if you continue to invest, right now you're buying that fund on sale because it's down, and when it comes back up, on average, over the 10-year return of that, it's 12.5% of your money. So if we go back to this, that's how you get right there, invest in an index fund. They're super cheap. They're super simple. You put, park your money in it, and you don't worry about it anymore. But if you put that money in, Joe, the end of year one, you're at $7,440. Now, let's say you continue to put that same $500 a month away or $6,000 a year. At the end of 10 years, you will be at $105,000. So take sixty grand or 61000 Essentially, because you're putting six mm-hmm. grand a year away plus your thousand dollar principal, you've put in sixty one thousand over ten years, and now it's worth one hundred and five, almost one hundred and six thousand. And it's tax free. And it's tax free because it's accumulated in a Roth IRA tax free. Now, people will be like, "Well, I can't retire on that." Yeah, it's been ten years. I get that. So, extend it out twenty years. You're at three hundred ninety thousand dollars. Right. If, again, people might be like, so how do I get to a millionaire? At 30 years, though, you're at 1.159. So you're almost 1.2 million in 30 years on saving $6,000 a year. So what's 30 times 6? 180 grand that you've saved now compounds with interest at a 10% annual return. Now, keep in mind, Vanguard's 12.5%. So these numbers are going to look even different. And I'm not pitching Vanguard. I'm just saying that's one I use. But... One point, almost $1.2 million on a $180,000 investment, tax-free. Do you know the uh, average American household, uh, only 10 to 16% only have a million dollars in their retire? Isn't that crazy? Or more. Yeah. So about 90% or called 85% of the population retires with less than a million dollars. Crazy. As a household. And it's not that hard to do it. That's the thing. 
the reason that people do that, Joe, is because they don't put a plan together. Like, can you figure out how to save 500 a month? Let me go to this real quick. If you wait 10 more years, that 1.2 million at 30 years is now 3.2 million at 50 years. It's (coughs) almost $8.9 million. So six grand a year over 50 years is almost $9 million tax-free. It's crazy. And you just, what you just said, there's a staggering statistic of why aren't people doing this? Why aren't people saving? And here's the common reason though, is I don't have $500 a month to save. I don't make enough. So if we look at wealth creation, wealth creation starts with one, you have to go earn income. That's step one. If you're not earning income, of course, you don't have any money to save in this. You have to earn income. Step two is you have to increase income. So if you're not prepared to go figure out how to increase your income, so if you're working in a job where there's no potential to earn any more income, you need to go look for another job. If you're in a job and you're capped out at what you can make and you're never going to make any more than that other than maybe the 3% bump in, for inflation or whatnot a year, you need to go look for another job and go figure out how you can start making more income. The other thing I would challenge people to do is say, if they say, oh, I don't have income, I don't have extra income, there's no money left, you need to look at what you're spending on. Because like I used to say that in my early 20s, I made that excuse, oh, I got all this credit card debt, I've got all these student loans, I've got all this stuff, I can't save money. But I always found time or money to go out. I always found money to go out with my friends and drink and spend it on things I didn't need. So you can find money, you're choosing not to find money, you're choosing to use it as an excuse. You can find, think about this, even if you save $50 a month right now, you put a thousand bucks away at 50 bucks a month, in 50 years that would be a million dollars. So if you're 20 years old right now, by the time you're 70, you'll have a million dollars by saving $50 a month. Is it that hard to save $50 a month? No, we spend it on much dumber things every single month. All right, so 50 bucks a month. Now, my point here is determine a number. If you save $100 a month in 50 years, that's almost $2 million. If you save $150 a month, that's almost $3 million. If you save $200 a month, that's almost $4 million in 50 years. So if you don't want to wait 50 years, here's another option. Go increase income and put it into other vehicles like a SEP IRA. Simplified employee pension if you're self-employed. This is a good one for real estate agents that are out there selling, selling houses, making a good income. You can put away in 2023, the contribution limit's $66,000. Now, this is tax-deferred income, meaning you're not going to pay income on your taxes today, and you're going to defer it, but you can sock away 66 grand. So let's just say you made 100 grand, you put 60 into it, you're only paying income tax on 40,000 of that money. So what does that look like? Well, it's a big number, but let's just say you were saving 60,000, it's five grand a month, correct? At $5,000 a month, if you're saving that, in 20 years, your IRA, your SEP IRA would be almost $4 million. In 30 years, it would be almost over $11 million. In 40 years, $31 million. In 50 years, it's almost $90 million. Well, the crazy thing about that, too, is it's, like you said, if you're making hundred grand a year, you have to live off forty-four. Mm-hmm. So, And I, I don't think a lot of people are willing to do that because no. they want to live. They want to buy the, the newest car. They want to live in the nicest house. They want to buy all the designer stuff. And I think it's making that short-term sacrifice so in the long term. You can buy anything you want pretty much. Yeah, most people won't sacrifice. Here's the thing too, like I like nice cars, I like nice houses, I like like nice watches, I I like nice stuff. So I'm not saying you have to live this meager lifestyle. One, if you want those nice things, you have to go create more income. And two, if you want those things, one, you have to establish your savings plan for how you're gonna save because what happens if you get hit by a bus and your money stops? So if you're buying dumb things like that, like I think buying expensive watches and cars, I like all that, I buy that stuff, and I don't buy it with earned income. So if you're not putting your money to work for you so it can generate passive income, 
passive income, like this, these two methods here, a Roth IRA and a SEP IRA, are extremely passive. It takes a couple of minutes every month to push money around, and that's it. That's passive income. Investing in real estate is a form of passive income, but I, I consider it more active income because you still have to go identify the properties. You have to maybe you know, contract people to go fix the properties up. You have to get the property rented. Even if you have a management company, you have to seek out a management company and get them up and running. So it's a little more active investing. But if you're spending pa- earned income, for one, earned income I don't like because it's getting taxed the highest. But if you're spending earned income on dumb things like cars and fancy stuff and bigger houses and all of that and increasing your lifestyle and earned income, you're making a big mistake. You need to take that earned income and you need to increase that earned income and put it into passive income that's going to generate wealth for you. And then over time, you can start to increase that lifestyle. And that's what I always talk with you, Joe, about you do a very good job of you're, you're, a, you're a high income earning individual now at a young age and you haven't increased your lifestyle to the extent that it could be or that a lot yes. of people would, right? Like, yes, you've got a nice truck, you've got a nice vehicle, you've got a nice house, like you, you're buying, but you're not buying a house that you, you didn't overextend on your house. Exactly, I could you have bought, bought like a $400,000 house or a $500,000 house, but yeah. I bought like a, in the two, mid-200s. Yeah, you didn't overextend. Exactly. Where most people now, like making the income you're making now at 23 years old, not having debt as well, a lot of people would be increasing their lifestyle at a much faster pace where you're putting your money into things that are smart that are going to, over time, by the time you're 35, 40, you're going to be in a really good financial position, and then you can go buy all this dumb stuff. Exactly. But at that point, you're using it with passive income. You're not doing it from earned income. And I think that's the difference between people like people that earn. I have friends that earn high incomes. 500 grand comes in, 500 grand goes out. No savings, nothing, because they don't have a plan. Money comes in, and they never anticipate something happening. They never anticipate like the ability. What happens if you can't work for some reason? What happens if something happens where that income gets stopped? And that's what we look at. Income and wealth, really, is to be able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want, for as long as you want. So if I don't want to work anymore, can I go maintain my lifestyle or live a great lifestyle through my investments that are paying me passively? Because if I want to just go sit on the beach for the next six months and not have to ever work again, can I do that? And if the answer is no, you need to be figuring out a plan for how you can design your life to start generating enough passive income that you don't have to go work for anymore and continue to live this great life that you want. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate room because most people, it's almost like the matrix where everybody's stuck inside and no one can get out of it. And it's only the few people that, you know, take the red pill and they're like, oh, wow, <laughs> I can, you know, I can actually put this money aside and let it work for me. And then one day have the ability where, you know, instead of me working for money, my money's working for me. And then that's the, the key freedom because then you can break away from society and you're not relying on the government. You're not relying on your boss. You're not relying on, you know, social security. You can be your own free person. Absolutely. You can. That's the biggest problem. Most people work for money. They never stop to think, how do I put my money to work for me? And that's where it goes back to my three things there. It's how do I establish a plan to start putting my money to work for me? And it doesn't have to start big. Let's start with $50 a month. If that's all you can do right now, start with that. Figure out where you can cut $50 a month. I guarantee you, like on an iPhone, you can look at subscriptions. You're probably, like your kids maybe got on your iPhone and they signed up for something that's $2.99 a month for a game. There's probably five games on there. There's 12 bucks right there. You can cut out immediately. You could cut out something else. You can cut things out that you aren't using. Like I look at my credit card statement every month, especially for the business one, and I look at little things too. If there's $9.99 charge, 
What is this? Are we using it? It's tiny. It's 120 bucks a year. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And it's $120 a year I'm putting back in my pocket because we're spending it. So no matter how large or small the expenses, even if it's a tiny expense, if you're not using it, cut it out and then figure out now to get on a path of how do you save 50 bucks a month? You can do it if you put a plan together. You can find 50 that you can go into your couch right now and probably find enough change in the couch cushions and in your car and the little coin holder in your car to get 50 bucks a month. It's not that hard. No, not at all. Well, and I think that's eye-opening too what you said about looking at your credit card statement or even your your bank statement because I think a lot of people never do that. And it's easy too, like one day, you know, you look in your account, you have five grand. The next day you're like, oh, well, I have two grand. Where does all that money go? Mm-hmm. And when you start looking, like you said, you'll see all these subscriptions, these yeah. you know silly things that you bought and you're like, oh, that's where all the money went. Instead, it could have went over here and done a lot better. Definitely. I agree. And, and so I think that's a lot too, where it's like if you, you're sitting at the, you go to the register, you're checking out and you buy a couple packs of gum, like, did you need it? Or you bought a candy, whatever. You're, it's just these mindless little things we're buying that we're not even holding ourselves accountable to. So I think step one is figure out, pay attention to what you're spending your money on. Because are you just aimlessly swiping a debit or credit card? And do you really need what you're buying? So that's step one too, is figure out what am I spending my money on? And then how do I put a plan together to start figuring out a number? What's my dollar amount? Whether it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 a month. If you're able to save 20 grand a month at 10% interest over 50 years, guess how much money that is? A few hundred million. I think it's, is that, what's, uh, yeah, what's, what's 20, you have a calculator? Yeah. Well, I'll give you the number, it's $350 million. But what's 20 grand, what's 240 times 50? 240 grand? Yeah. Times 50 years. So $12 million. So you save $12 million, you invest, and it's worth $350 million after. So you invest $12 million over 50 years, but it compounds to $350 million. That's why they call compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. It's just mind-blowing and staggering that over time, how much your money can compound and create wealth for you. So here's the thing. Figure out what your number is and then figure out how you can go generate more income so you can increase your savings number every month. If you start with $50, your next target should be, how can I get to saving $500 a month? And then, and then figure out a plan for how you can go increase your income to get to $500 a month. Because you can save $50 a month and over 50 years get to a $1 million. Or you can increase your income and you can start saving $500 a month and in 30 years get to a $1 million. Or you can increase your income and get to save 5000 a month and get to a $1 million in 10 years. So I'm a big believer in putting focus on how do we increase income and then take the increased income that we're making and put it into things that pay us passively so that we can truly have the option to retire. Like I don't know if I'll ever truly retire because I enjoy what I do, but I also like the idea that I have options. I don't have to work. I don't have to work. If I wanted to stop working right now, I could because I've set my life up in a way where it pays me enough passive income that exceeds my expenses, and so I don't have to work. That's what I want for my life, and that's what everybody should want for their life. They shouldn't just wake up and go to work and go to a job they hate and work every single day for the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years of their life, and you don't have to do it. And that's the cool thing about this is that if you establish this plan and put some focus and attention on it, you can build whatever life you want. And especially in sales, you can go make an unlimited amount of money for the most part. So if you put your focus on my saving, my goal right now is to save 50 a month. I'm going to go figure out how I can increase my income to get it to $500 a month. I'm going to go figure out how to increase my income to get it to $5,000 a month. What if you were making $50,000 a month? What does that look like? Now you can sock away 20 grand of it pretty easily. 
you get to a million dollars in five years. Do you know people that are making 50 grand a month? 50 grand a month is 600 grand a year. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that much money. Right? There are people that make that in a day. There are people that make that in an hour. There are people, right? So go get around people that are doing this thing. Go get around people that are creating money, creating wealth, and, and earning income, and building businesses, and who you surround yourself with matters. I think that's the big thing, too. If you're, if you're making $25,000 a year and you're hanging around a bunch of people that also make $25,000 a year, well, guess what? You're probably going to be making $25,000 a year for a long time. You're probably not going to invest your money either. Probably not. So if you're making twenty five grand a year, how do you get in front of people that are making $25,000 a month? Go find those people. Go seek those people out because chances are it's not going to be people down the street living in the same apartment complex as you. So you have to go seek individuals out that are doing more than you. Go get in front of them. Go learn from them. Start putting focus on how you put a plan together to really take control of your life and create wealth and not just wake up and just deal with life as it comes because that's what most people do. They wake up. They don't know what the hell the plan is. They let life knock them around and 10 years, 20 years, 30 years go by and they're in the same spot they were a decade, two decades, three decades ago. If you start today with one, knowing that it's possible and there's simple steps to take, start an IRA. It's very simple. Establish a, a dollar amount for how much you're going to put away each month into your IRA. Look at a compound interest calculator. You can Google it. Very simple. Start plugging numbers in. How much money do you need to save to get to a million dollars? That's your first target. Get to a million dollars. If it's going to take you 50 years, I need to increase my income to be able to save more money to tar- set that million dollar target to five years, 10 years, whatever it is. Once I get to a million, how do I get to 10 million? 10 million, I think, in my opinion, is kind of the ultimate target, should be the bare minimum, because we know everything's getting more expensive. So you're going to need 10 million bucks to retire. You especially, Will Joe, at your age. It's going to be like a new million dollars. It is. Yeah. 10 million will be the million. Everyone's goal 10, 20, 30 years ago is to get to be a millionaire. Millionaire, unfortunately, is probably not going to be enough. And I would say set that as your first target because set 100 grand as your first target. It doesn't matter. Just get in the habit of saving your money every single month. Set your target. Put it into these things, these vehicles that can pay you passively. And if you do that, 10 years from now, you're going to really thank yourself. 20 years from now, you're going to thank yourself. 30 years from now, you're going to thank yourself. Because guess what? This time is going to pass regardless. And do you want to be a person that took action today so that 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, you're not struggling like the majority of people will? It's an unfortunate reality. It's a reality where we told you the statistics. The majority of people are going to struggle with money their whole lives. And it doesn't have to happen if you take action and implement a plan today. 